0: Hello and welcome to The Carousel Tapes. Today, The Carousel Tapes is being taken over by women on the back of our International Women's Day exhibition. We are being taken away by Daria, Zina and Grace, who are going to talk about what they've been up to.
1: Hi, I'm Zina. I'm a freelance illustrator and I work for The
0: Carousel. Hi, I'm Grace, and I'm currently on a year out, but I've I've had the pleasure to work with the Carousel during this year.
2: And hi, everyone. My name is Daria, and I'm currently doing a work experience with the Carousel. I would like to start by finding out more about you guys and your average day.
1: I work as a freelance illustrator, mainly drawing a lot of food, but also I do editorial illustrations for clients all around the world, and I also paint as well. But at the minute, I am also helping collate and curate exhibitions and the shop or carousel, one being international women's
0: and I am currently in a university course doing illustration animation and I got the opportunity when Ben said yes we'd love someone to come and help in September and now I'm still here uh, till May which I'm thrilled about and I've been helping with Rhizo did a bit of screen printing for this project an exhibition and it's just been great I've also been able to paint murals in the studio it's been such a lovely experience working in the carousel and so after I finish this I'll be back finishing my my third year.
2: That sounds really exciting. I would also like to start from the beginning and how you guys decided to become illustrators.
1: I've always been a bit creative and then did my levels didn't know what to do, went in to do a foundation, loved it. However I always liked cooking a bit more but found that I didn't know if I wanted to like intern in that and took a year out Then fell into illustration, which I studied at Kingston School of Art. And yeah, graduated a couple of years ago now. Then again, didn't really know if I wanted to be an illustrator freelance, went to do an internship in Berlin. And yeah, since lockdown, just have been drawing a lot and I fell into the, the world of freelance illustrating. And now I love it.
0: It's a really good question because I actually did my piece for the International Women's Day exhibition on my sister, who really, I think, started my love for drawing. She's five years older and she probably, without knowing, filled my life with art. She was brilliant, brilliant at drawing, and she still is. She's now a weaver, though. So I went down the route of thinking, oh, I'd love to do something arty, or maybe I could actually try and go and do art at university. So similar to Zena, I did a foundation year. Kingston School of Art and I carried on there because I absolutely loved it. Best year of my life and did illustration animation. So I'm there doing it now. Wouldn't ever go back. It's so so much fun and I think it's amazing that we get to draw.
2: I would love to find out how lockdown and how COVID impacted the carousel and your guys' practice.
1: I actually feel like lockdown was quite good for my practice, which is really lucky to say. Like I said, I moved to Berlin, then came back and then it was pretty much lockdown. And my mum is a teacher, so she has a drawing tablet. And yeah, she let me borrow it and a year on, I'm still borrowing it. I think lockdown just gave me that confidence to kind of find my own style within drawing, but yeah, it really helped me. Luckily, the carousel is run by my brother, so I had a way to get in here, and yeah, found a desk, and ever since, just been freelancing. So I guess it's been quite quite good for me. Yeah, I think Zena so really hit the nail on the head with the fact that the carousel is it seems to
0: be such a lovely place. Like the artists have able to still come in. Not everyone, it's quite a big studio space. But me being able to come here has enabled me to still print with Ben and Craig. We've been quite busy still over the carousel because people still need to print. They've got jobs to do and we can't print from our homes. They're massive machines, (laughs) Rhizo, (laughs) rhizo printers. So it's been a joy to learn through them and keep busy. We've made publications of 300 books to 60 hand-bound books that Zena helped me and a couple of others bind. This experience has been amazing during lockdown. And I think the fact that we've put on an exhibition and at the moment it's online and hopefully people can see it is just kind of showing that lockdown doesn't have to stop your productivity. Like you can still really
1: produce amazing work and have ideas. And
0: I think that's what's pushed most
1: artists or anyone definitely I think it kind of gave everyone that time to yeah get their confidence with their art or creative hobby and push everyone to follow through with that
2: yeah that's great to hear I definitely can relate to you guys before lockdown I really had no direction about where I wanted to go with a career and I feel like lockdown really made me explore my creative (laughs) side more and I'm very lucky to have ended up here we're
1: lucky to have you
2: (laughs) thank you Let's talk about the International Women's Day exhibition.
0: How did the idea of the exhibition come about? When I came back from Christmas, we sat down. We have a very big table here in the main space at the carousel. And Ben came to me and was like, I would really like to do something for International Women's Day. And it kind of started from there. It must have been maybe the 5th of January. And we sat down and we brought Zena up and we just... Put down ideas of what we'd like to do and it came quite naturally that we really wanted to include quite a wide range of illustrators from around the UK to be part of something to celebrate their work and perhaps a story behind someone that they are inspired by. I think it just grew from that
1: point. Yeah yeah I guess so. The carousel back before Christmas decided to launch the carousel shop slash exhibition space as well so we had our winter collection which I worked on with Ben and Martin who managed the carousel. We had our winter collection which was a celebration of Nottingham based artists and then that was ending end of February and we needed the spring collection so I guess that tied in perfectly with International Women's Day and we kind of spoke about the shop slash exhibition space to be a celebration of different artists and themes so we thought it would be a perfect way to tie in International Women's Day with the shop and the exhibition space and yeah we just got down loads of ideas but like Grace said it came very natural we we didn't want it to be a project that was too overthought. We wanted it to be nice, simple idea for the artists and to keep the main idea of women. It's amazing being able to see all the different
2: types of artists and themes and styles be put together all in one to celebrate women and celebrate their artistic achievements. A lot of people don't realize the time, the planning and the preparation that's required to execute projects such as this. Would you be able to guide me through the
0: process? The key stages I think from start to finish, I could pinpoint and then maybe Zina would like to go into a bit more detail was we sat down and we found a very large list of illustrators that perhaps didn't even realize we were looking at their Instagram because we used mainly Instagram. And we sat down and whittled that down to 20. And then it was a case of making sure that they were interested and would like to take part. After that, it was sending the small things like contracts and all the information about Rhizograph because not everyone knows how to print through Rhizo. It's a very different way of printing. So once that was all done and whilst they were creating the artwork, we had to try and design the whole branding because without a solid piece of artwork or theme, the exhibition or whatever you're doing, it doesn't have a voice so we sat down a long time and thought about the anthologies and the posters so it was the whole branding side and then we had you daria involved press release and there was a lot of people involved and during the end we had martin helping us put up the exhibition which helped tremendously fill the space by katie fishlock who is a bristol-based artist so that we wanted to fill the space more after that, we had photographers as well take photos of the anthologies. We had extra people helping to pack all the anthologies. So many people involved, I think. is easy to forget when there's just two of us doing the podcast. But yeah, it
1: was a, a long process. Yeah. Really enjoyable. We just wanted it to be artists that weren't as well known, but also it kind of gave them confidence in their work and we can voice their work. That's also why we got in touch with Nottingham Trend Illustration Corps and it was a brief given to the first years and the illustrators like submitted work. I just feel like it's great being
2: able to talk about all the different people that are involved and I feel like a lot of people may not see
1: that. Before we forget, we also are working with the charity Young Women's Trust. That was a really key part for us is to find a charity that we all thought was suitable for what we were doing but also a charity that works with young people and can help change what they will become whether that's an artist or not all the money raised from the anthologies will be going to young women's trust and thank you to everyone who was involved
0: yeah the list could go on
1: yeah thank you thank you thank
0: you (laughs) You.
2: that's great so overall what has been the most rewarding aspect of the project everything
0: (laughs) (laughs) i think it's only when you step back and you look at what you've done when you realize how much work's gone into it how many people have been part of it and it doesn't stop after you've launched it which is really exciting people still share the stories and the work of the artists can see the work that's been put into it the beautiful website that Ben created so I think it was the moment that we were all able to look back at even the 360 video that Joe created with Katie Fishlock's exhibition like everything about what we created I'm so proud of and I think for me it was stepping back and looking at what everyone. Done.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think a really proud moment, probably for Grace, was the printing. She did yeah. an incredible job on printing all the riso prints. Well, thank you. <laughs> Every time one was printed, we would do a little, Yay. a little video of us doing. <laughs> but yeah, like Grace said, I think the proudest moment is when we finished everything on Saturday night, really late. And I think the proudest moment was Monday morning when we had a day off. And we kind of saw the exhibition up and everything in place. It just looks incredible. And all the incredible artwork that's been made and like the difference in artwork is really cool. Everyone had the same brief, but it's so interesting to see how people interpret that brief differently. And again, it wouldn't look so good, especially without Katie Fishlock's work. And the contrast between the two is great.
2: Grace, would you be able to tell me more about rhizoprinting?
0: Yeah, cool. Course. well i had hardly an idea before i came to dizzying um, which is in the carousel so i've learned so much since september but basically it's a stencil based artwork so your usual printing is laser so it prints very differently and you do single colors so the way you get multiple color ranges like in works like peaches or shinies is by layering the colors so it was a long process we gave at the start each artist the colors of fluoroping Aqua blue, yellow and black and they could choose all four to make a full colour range or just use one or two colours and even though we gave them those four all of the prints came out like we've been saying so different which is really lovely and you can get nice textures with it too and I think a lot of artists have been able to look at their work a different way because rhizo does come out much brighter naturally from the pigment of the ink. It's been a lovely process printing the rhizo prints. I think it's a great opportunity for artists not only to embrace their
2: individuality and their style but also be able to try something completely new yeah
1: on the other hand what has been the most challenging It's the things that are behind the scenes, like really behind the scenes, which is admin, emailing. That is definitely something which you don't see in any freelance or curation work. That was hard, but everyone came back and we got amazing work. So it was definitely one of the hard bits, but also really nice because you get to speak with artists or whoever's involved. Like we spoke to you, Daria, and it's just really nice. Definitely the last week, all the little bits you forget so we had so many checklists each of us all had loads of checklists so it's just remembering all the little things and i would say the late nights, but we had fun we did we did a couple glasses of wine yeah you know
0: music (laughs) dancing along it gets you through definitely lastly i know
2: that you touched upon this grace but i would like to talk about the woman who have
0: inspired you guys the most So yeah, I mentioned that mine was about my sister. So my piece is titled Poor Mother because I'm one of two sets of twins, rather a handful. My sister is actually my older twin, but we look very, very similar. And from a young age, we're always mistaken for each other. And I found it quite annoying because I really wanted to be my own person. I was like, no, I'm not my sister actually looking back at an older age I've realized that I wouldn't be who I am without her and I really wanted to take that opportunity to say thank you to saying I think that you're probably the reason I'm an illustrator and it's that that I think I've enjoyed most of the project because I've been able to say thank you to my sister and she messaged me after saying grace I've cried you're so lovely why did you say that but thank you too so yeah
1: that's my piece—it's so nice. Everyone <laughs> should see it. Yeah, my piece is about M.F.K. Fisher, who is a food writer. I said earlier that I draw lots of food, and I'm very interested in food. So I think it's about her because her writing is just beautiful. And I was actually introduced to her by Peach Doble, who is one of the other artists. I really like to have my illustrations for be a celebration of the everyday. So that's why I draw lots of still life and food and just everyday things. And I mean, I just really like her writing. I think she's a very inspirational woman. Everyone should read her book, especially consider the oyster, it's beautiful. I also like to draw it because food writing isn't really a, unless you're into food, then you wouldn't really read. Mm. That's true. Food writing. But it's so powerful and it's so incredible because it discusses something that you do every day and in such beautiful ways. I kept it very simple. Yeah. I usually use lots of colour in all my work, but I kept it black and white, which, yeah, I really like. I also did it because the riso scares me a little bit. <laughs> but I'm glad I did it just simple, black and white, and make everyone else's artwork bolder. No, yours
0: stands <laughs> out. It's lovely. It made me want to... Re- about food
1: now yeah overall there's so many inspiring women in my life but i wanted to keep it quite natural to my mm. practice as well
2: that's amazing thank you guys so much it's great just being able to find out about how you guys have been able to explore your practice more and get out of your comfort zone thank you so much been a thank pleasure you.
0: yeah thank you you've been a great host
2: thank, and you. thank
1: you so much for all your hard work yeah daria it? helped yeah tremendously <laughs> it's been an absolute all pleasure. You, all you your bios are edited by her and they're really great thank you